Hey, Casey, how's it going? That's pretty good. How are you doing? I'm doing well. I appreciate you being my first guest on this show. Yeah. I mean, throw me in the deep end. Here we are. Yeah. All right. So <laughs> let's talk about sex, Casey. Um, like, I want to talk about why at least I, and, and hopefully you as well, think it's important to have a show like this um, or important to talk about these things because, you know, I find it very difficult to talk about sex properly. Um I mean, and it seems like there's nowhere publicly that is talked about properly. And even in personal conversations, people have a hard time just talking about it openly and honestly. And I don't even mean getting into like people's personal sex lives or whatever, just kind of like the topic as such. And I found that with you, like, you know, we've only been friends for a handful of months or whatever. And it seemed very easy for us to talk about that aspect of life. And so I'm interested, you know, why you think that maybe happened with me? And also, what are your initial thoughts on why it's, I guess, difficult to talk about sex? Yeah, um, I, I, I've, I've always been within reason very much like an open book and i think i find too that like sharing like i i I like to i prioritize like connecting with people and like even my job you know in my job like that i do now i i'm a strength coach like connection with people is important and the the best way to really connect and develop those like deep relationships is to share you know, your experience, experiences and, and intimacies and that kind of stuff. So I've always been very much, I try to be to my best of my ability an open book uh, for most things within reason in my life, like without, like, you know, without going into like the details. Yeah. Um, so, you know, I, I find that being open and sharing those kinds of things and your feeling, your feelings around, you know, sensitive topics, um, you find that people are actually able to relate to you more often than not. Um, and more, instead of it being like awkward or um, uncomfortable to share these kinds of things, people very much more appreciate uh, the fact that you're willing to share um, and uh, and connect with you on some level of experiences that they've had, whether it be similar or, you know, or a little bit less similar, like just, it it's i don't i I don't value filler conversation and so you know like so i I like to be i I really mentally i value conversation that challenges my mind and uh and and you know kind of expands my horizons and um i I love to learn like i travel to learn i my friend like my the people that i hold closest to me are there because they challenge me to grow and be better and um so like on a topic like this, like, like sex is, is such a controversial topic for an uncomfortable topic for so many people. And we all have so much growing and learning to do about it. Um, and we'd be very surprised that, um, what we can learn from each other in terms of just talking about experiences and feelings and, and points of struggle, um, and learning what other people are struggling with as well, like is so key to, to your own like understanding and growth. Um, that, that makes me think of something I'd not thought of before is that, you know, potentially the reason people are so uncomfortable is because very few people know what they're doing, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> and so it's like people like talking about stuff where they feel particularly competent, but most people don't feel competent about sex. Like, I'll, mm-hmm. that's my experience. And yep. um, I have found the same, that when the topic is is talked about, most people, like, 
they appreciate that they have someone to be able to talk to it about because yeah. it's an important thing. It's a complex thing. And very few people talk about it. And like, you know, for many people growing up, their family is their first kind of group to rely on. It's definitely uncomfortable for families to talk about this. Um, and so it just doesn't seem like there's an outlet. But I, you know, why is it so uncomfortable for people? Like, do you think it's just because it's hard to detach the like really personal stuff from the topic as such? Or, you know, I can't help but think there's this like religious conservative thing still where it's like we're not supposed to talk about sex at all, right? It's like taboo, like maybe you shouldn't even enjoy it. And then there's the other extreme where when it is talked about now, it's kind of like smutty, right? Like, you know, you can yeah. watch porn, you can do whatever, but like it's smut and there's no like good intellectual conversations about it still. Yeah, I think people like, I think, you know, people are hesitant to share their like most intimate and private like moments. Um, but there is a way to discuss this. I think, you know, even the way that you and I have talked about it in the past, there's a way to discuss it that without actually diving into like the deepest and, and dirtiest of secrets. Like it still can be a topic that is discussed, you know, openly and, and, um, you know, I can share like, you know, my personal feelings and my personal experiences without sharing the detail, without needing to share the details of those experiences. Right. Like, what, what I think what people miss too is like this is a need um and like I come from some so I come from a household where my parents never talked about any of this yeah. like and and like you know you and I had conversations about me coming on this show when you asked me to come on I'm like I'm gonna have to think about this like think about how I speak because my parents get a hold of this, like, because we never talked about this growing up. It was extremely uncomfortable for me. Like, literally, like, my sex talk was like, my cousin got pregnant and my mom was like, don't be like Jen. Okay. And yeah. like, because, and, and it's, I mean, there's nothing wrong with that. Like, like things happen and, and I, I don't judge anyone on their experiences, but basically that was like, my sex talk was like, don't get pregnant. And um, and so like, I grew up in an environment where it was, it was not discussed. It was very much not okay to talk about. And like, I think, you know, it, coming from that environment, most people are very closed off about it. It's not okay. It's awkward. It's like controversial topic. But one of my best friends came from a household where, um, you know, he, his parents were like super open about it, super open about it. So for him, he was like, this is just something that you discuss. And it's okay. And like, you know, so I think your upbringing has a huge impact on it. Um, I also think that people miss the point that this, this is a need, like this is a need that, um, you know, like we have to eat, we have to sleep. Like we have this biological need to reproduce, which manifests itself as a sexual need. And like, I, I think it's interesting. Like I understand why, because it's so it's an intimate thing and people don't want to like out their intimacies, but like for people to say that it's not okay, or it's like, or it's, or it's bad to have these needs or these feelings um, that are very natural is also kind of wrong because it's biologically kind of built into us as well. Yeah. I, I think that makes sense. And I, I want to highlight, it's also an emotional need, right? The intimacy yes, yes. of sex, it's not just a biological need. It's so emotionally important as well. And yeah. It's really interesting because my upbringing was kind of the opposite. Like my family was the one where all of our friends, my siblings and my friends thought it was weird how I could kind of talk about sex with my parents, but it wasn't any sort of 
insightful or good conversations. It was just matter of fact, like it was just a fact of what was going on. And, you know, my dad has bad views about sex and stuff that I, you know, learned, um, unfortunately. And so like, I was just very much over the top. I'd share everything. Cause I was just like, it's just a fact like anything else. Yeah. And so I'm kind of like coming up from that to learn, okay, what is appropriate and not appropriate to talk about. But the reason I think it's so like, I want to talk about why it's so important to me to talk about too. And I think in particular now, because you know, so you you had a friend who talked, whose parents talked to him about sex and your parents kind of didn't give you much of a conversation. But now, you know, what I hear is a lot of kids are just learning from the internet. And so you have a bunch oh, yeah. of like 16 year olds or 12 year olds or whatever, who are trying to learn about sex. It's still taboo to talk about. It's still taboo in a family setting. Most parents aren't comfortable. It's still taboo to talk about it properly and openly in a public setting. And so they just find who knows what. Like, what is, if someone is actually trying to learn about sex, where do you tell them to look? Where is a good resource for them to actually have a thoughtful uh, take on it? You know, maybe something exists. I'd be surprised. And so I think it's so important because it's a very confusing thing. It's a very, mm-hmm. and I think it's kind of like at the center of a lot of like issues with, you know, the, the, the way the sexes interact with one another, right? Like there's, there's this fundamental lack of ability to talk openly about these issues, which I think lead to a lot of problems culturally mm-hmm. as well. Yeah. A hundred percent. No, that's like, you know, when we were in the, I mean, the internet was a thing when we were like in our younger years, but like even a little bit less so than it it is, it is now. And, and, but definitely like, you know, it's so, it's scary. It's confusing. It's like scary. It's interesting. It, you know, like it, and there's a lot of misinformation, misinformation out there too. And like, I'm no, I'm no mastermind on the subject, I will tell you, but, uh, but, you know, I think that like, for me, it's important just to like, for for my end to be here, to be talking, just to share that, like, it's, it's, it is okay to talk about these things. And, um, we have more to learn from each other than we do to fear from each other. And as long as you're talking, you know, to decent human beings. Yeah. Um, Oh, sorry, go ahead. No, you're good. I think it's also like, the another reason it's so important is because it's really fundamentally about your relationship with yourself, my relationship yes. with myself. And I found like, you know, I've had X number of sexual partners and, you know, people who had the worst relationships with themselves didn't know what they wanted. And it was just a more awkward in- encounter generally. Mm-hmm. And I think it's, most people do not know themselves very well. And this is not just knowing yourself like intimately mentally and emotionally and what you want, what your desires are, but also your own body, right? Exploring your own body, what you're, what you enjoy, what are your pleasures and stuff. And I think most people have really no idea and it makes their lives worse. Well, totally. And I will like being very open and honest, like I was so late to the game. Like I was so late to the game with this stuff because I was like, I was naive. I wasn't really like, you know, I think people go one of two ways. Um, you either like dive into it and, and really, you know, get kind of wrapped up in, in learning these new things and, and, you know, all of the fun things that exist in the realm of, of sex. But like for me growing up, 
uh, I was very, very unsure, very nervous about it. You know, I um, didn't really be, even begin to understand what I enjoyed or needed until I was like in my 20s. Like I was, I was very late to the game, really had no idea what I was doing, no confidence in the subject and like awkward, uncomfortable, didn't know who to talk to about it. Like, just like not, you know, I wasn't, it, it took me actually a real, it was in a, a relationship with someone who kind of opened my eyes to um, a lot of new things, uh, but mostly just the concept of understanding how to, like what what my options may be in terms of looking at like what what does it act what does feeling good like actually mean to me like yeah. like sexually like w- sexually like what is what do I even what feels good like I didn't even know I didn't yeah. even know I had I had no idea I was just going through the motions of the things that you're supposed to do in the relationship with the people that I was seeing and I had no concept of what it meant to me and I think that that exists a lot more than people think. I, yeah, I think it exists basically everywhere, right? Um, and, you know, it's interesting because I don't remember what's interesting. My mind just went blank. That's but, okay. <laughs> um, what did you just say? That's <laughs> okay. Um, just talking about how, like, um, you know, I didn't really have, like, any concept of like what it meant to me. And I was just kind of going through motions. Oh, right. Yeah. And so like, I think there's two main things, right? I really think this is an issue with like the intersection of how the genders interact with one another. Right. And I mean, I definitely don't give anyone, you know, I don't give leeway to men who act inappropriately, but it's, they have no idea how to act. We're not taught how to approach women properly. Like I learned about sex from American pie the movies mm-hmm. and where it's like, you know, making bets about if we can get laid by prom and Tucker Max, who had a book, I hope they serve beer in hell, which was just his debauchery. Right. And like, that's where I learned about what sex was. And then like, I'm trying to apply that into the world and it just, it's miserable. Right. And I really think like, yeah, there, there is no way. I think for a lot of people they, the first time they ever explore is with their first love or with a specific partner. But there's a lot of people who don't get that experience. And then at some point it's too late, right? You're not going to have a childhood love at 30 where you're exploring each other's bodies. Like that's rare, right? And so how do we help people learn how to explore themselves so they can enter like, you know, a healthy relationship is two people who both know what they want. And that's true in this realm as well. And if you don't happen to have that experience at a young age, it's almost impossible to have it because how do you even feel comfortable enough? Like, and when I talk to men in particular, I feel like, and I could be wrong, but I feel like on average, women have more of an understanding of their body. Whereas men, it's like, they just watch porn and masturbate and that's it. And they have, they don't know even what it would mean to kind of try and figure something out. But I could be wrong. I don't, I haven't talked to many women about that. I I think that we just have different understandings or, or sorry, different misunderstandings, different lack of understandings. Like I think females, we are so complicated and growing up and growing through, like going through, you know, like the 
like developing as a woman terrifying uncomfortable uh, like painful confusing never consistent like our bodies are so confusing and it's it's terrifying like when you're going through your teens and you're developing and all of that stuff like you have no idea what's going on and, and like i ha- again like i had zero concept of myself sexually until i was like into my mid 20s like yeah, it took me well. a long time like no idea and and i still don't know i'm still figuring it out like you and i have had conversations about even like the you know growth that i've had and and learning that i've done this year like mm. i have still have no concept and i think too you're talking about like you know where you learned about um you know where how sex was supposed to work um you know for females yeah supposed to work for females i think coming from the other side of it for me like i learned um from similar sources but from the other side right so like i learned that you know i'm just supposed to enjoy serving like what 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 feels good for for me is supposed to be the acts of which i participate in to like please my other half yeah. Right. It was never about what feels good for me. It was, it's never like that whole concept of like what feels good as a female is like never even approached because whenever it's approached in social media, whenever it's approached on 90% of 95% of porn on the internet, it's just like, it's all built for men. Mm-hmm. And like women are not like, you know, women are acts of, like, you know, it's acts of service. And it's just like, we're just supposed to enjoy just being the other half of this thing for men who want to get off. And it's like, no, like, we have, like, our feelings and our pleasure matters. And, like, what does that even mean? Because, like, the female orgasm is, like, so much more complicated than the males. Like, it's like eon and it's confusing and it's fr- it's frustrating it's a piss off it's wonderful it's all of these like crazy feelings you can't get a grasp on it's like you're just pulling the straws and um and that's also just like never approached i think in in a in a good way uh, when you're learning things from the internet or there's i just don't think that there's a lot of good there is a few good resources now i could not name them but i know they exist mm. um for you know women in particular but uh it's just like there's there's no clear approach from the female side like we may have a better we may better have a i think you know when you say females have a better understanding of their bodies i think it's just because we are like I, i don't think we have a better understanding but because like literally on a monthly basis, we are physically called to awareness of how our body is feeling and reacting to our cycle. We have to have, we are called to have more awareness of what's going on mm-hmm. because it like physically over the month we change. Whereas men don't have that like call to awareness necessarily on like what's actually happening with themselves. Yeah, I think that makes sense. And I, I do think that plays a big factor. Like I'm interested in sexual psychology as well. And like, how you actually like how your mind works with your body and, and how all of that goes in. But that's, you know, a deeper, uh, different topic as well. I, I think it's important for me as well, because like, there are, I think, 
way more social implications for the lack of ability to talk about this than most people realize. And, you know, I very much come from the male perspective. I was brainwashed into how I was supposed to treat women. And I was an anxious mess, right? And like, you know, I totally understand how men behave badly towards women because like that's how they were trained. And it's not an excuse but I've talked with other men about it who don't give me the benefit of the doubt for bad conduct I used to have. And you and I had like, you know, interesting and bad interactions at some point in the past as well. Um, but really it's like, that's how I was told to act. And I didn't know any better. Like I'm trying to do what's right. Here's the sources and stuff. And, and it just, it's an unfortunate fact. And, and I think especially now, um, you know, men are seen as sort of, evil almost right like they're the aggressors they're they're a problem and i think yeah much of the male conduct i've learned is a problem um but i think to label the males as like inherently evil is wrong and we really have to understand that and in addition i think like in in my experience in our generation the pendulum has swung way far to the other side in terms of like some people talk about sex as if it's just totally fine to sleep with whoever you want, whenever you want, as if that's a good thing. And like, that was definitely the experience I had in university, that kind of hedonistic lifestyle. And yeah, okay. So you can talk about whether for each person sleeping around is good or not, but to say that that is just a given as good, which is the message I was got, like you should want to sleep around. I was told, and I fought for years to not do it. And I would get peer pressure that like my pressure was I was told I need to sleep around more and that's what's good. And now I feel like, you know, there seems like that's expanding to the women's side as well Is like I hear about how great it is to explore yourself, sleep with whoever. It's just sex. It's fun. And I think that's a really bad approach, too. But like it's important to be able to talk about, well, why would that be a good, a bad approach? What would a good approach be? Who thinks that and why? And really explore what is a healthy relationship to have with sex? Because mm-hmm. right now it's like either you don't know anything and you don't explore yourself or you do whatever you want because it's just fun to feel good. And I, I think both of those are totally wrong personally. Yeah, I think, you know, you, you have to, you know, you're talking, you mentioned earlier about it being very much an emotional need as well. And I don't think that, I don't think that one answer is the right answer for everybody, but I think, you know, like living somewhere in the middle of that spectrum for, um, for like someone, everyone belongs probably somewhere on the middle of that spectrum because you have to make sure that it's, you know, it's fun to feel good and you have this physical need, but you also have these emotional needs that are either being masked or not, um, not, uh, acknowledged or are emotional damage that you're creating by, by kind of exposing yourself to all of these different people and, and not actually taking care of the emotional half of you. And I think that like being able to like, you know, being open and discussing this, this stuff, like being aware of your emotional need that accompanies the physical need and and, like how those two things impact each other. So it's not about just like sleeping around with whoever you want because it feels good. It's like, well, you share an intimate part of yourself with a, with another human being. And that comes with a level of trust and, and um, you know, affection. It doesn't have to necessarily be love, but there is, 
you know, an emotional attachment, I think inherently, um, and like sex can be used as an outlet, like sex, sex can be used as an outlet for someone who's trying to mask, you know, like emotional holes, um, you know, and doesn't want to form relationships because then they're just basically, you know, hi- hiding behind this curtain of physical affection. Um, there's so many things that can happen with this, but, uh, I think the key thing is just being aware of the fact that it comes with un like non-negotiably an emotional attachment an emotional factor that needs to be acknowledged and needs to be taken care of. Yeah. And I think, you know, for me, that comes back to, it's primarily about your relationship with yourself. And I almost never hear sex talked about it, sex talked about in that way. And like, when you don't have a healthy relationship with yourself, then you try and detach yourself in that moment from the experience. Oh, it's just sex. It feels good. But like, you're not paying attention to yourself in that moment and really trying to understand how you feel. Why are you doing that? Is it really beneficial? Because it is that kind of, yeah, first and foremost, it's about you and your body, right? It's about me and my body. And I think people, um, they don't talk about sex like that. No. And that's, and honestly, like, again, even for me, like that was like so late to the game for me, like never even like sex for sex in terms of your relationship with yourself was like never even something I even had like remotely a concept of until very late in the game. Like I, it was just never anything. Like I never thought about it that way. And it took me getting involved with even, um, with a, a relationship, but really also a therapist. Um, like I, I, I'm part, I, I actually went and seeked help for this because, um, I got to a point in my life where I just, I hated like sex. I had zero sex drive. Like everything was dead. And I was like, this is wrong. Something's wrong here. Like I'm not dealing with this well. Um, you know, it was really like the big facet in my life, you know, privately, no one knew or no one knows because you don't talk about this, this stuff. But like, I actually went and I I found some help for it because I was like, this isn't, and you know, what's amazing is I had no idea. I just thought that that was the way that it was. And I was in Europe and I was having coffee with a girl at a, you know, talking openly about this stuff because I am very open about about it. I have been for a long time within reason. And we're having this conversation and she stopped me. You know, I was talking about, you know, my relationship with my boyfriend at the time. And I was talking about my struggles, you know, like I'm just kind of dead around the whole topic of sex. And she was, she kind of looked at me and she was like, it's not supposed to be like that. Like, that's not, that's, that's not the way this should be. And it honestly, it was like someone hit me in the side of the head with a two by four. Like I was like, Oh, oh, something's wrong here. This isn't just the way that it is. And like in the new, like, you know, months, a few months later, once I was back and then trying to figure, you know, deal with my life, I, like, it really stuck with me. Like it really stuck with me. Like I was like, I have to figure out how to fix this because this is something that I, this is actually like, I should be, I should be enjoying this. I should be wanting this and so I actually, I actually found someone and, um, you know, started to meet with them and, and another group of women who struggle similarly. And, 
um, started just kind of talking openly about it and, and trying to grow. And um, I think that's, people miss that. Like I, I completely missed it. Like until someone literally said to me, like, that's not the way that this, this shouldn't be like that. I was like, Oh, Oh, I have a problem. I didn't even know. Like it was completely oblivious to me. Yeah. And I think like, that's such an important point. It's like you and I are smart people and, yeah. but it's just not talked about. How are we supposed to just know the proper relationship to have with sex? And so you just had your experience and, mm-hmm. Oh, this is just what it is. And, you know, it, and I had, you know, my own hangups. I had, I had a bunch of issues with sex that I'll, I'm sure I'll get into in other episodes and stuff. And you just think it's normal because it's your experience. And if no one talks about their experience, how, how the heck would you know? And, and, you know, it, it's so important because sex is so important. It's really important to a healthy, full life. And I think, you know, you know, what kind of unites the two sides who don't talk about it in the proper way is they view sex as unimportant. Either it's unimportant, just have as much of it as you want. It doesn't matter. It's just yep. for fun. Or no, it's not important. Like do it with your wife and husband and that's it. Uh, or like, don't talk about it. It's not that important. It's just an animalistic need. I mean, those are the extremes. Yeah. But most people fall closer to that than yeah. to what we're trying to aim at, right? Yeah. And, and so I appreciate you sharing that. And, and, you know, it's good to know that there are resources out there as well because, yeah, it's tough. And, and like for anyone listening, like, yeah, we get it. You don't know. <laughs> like yep. I, I was Been there. five when I Still started. Still there. Yeah. Yep. Yep. And, for sure. Like I'm, I'm same deal, like mid twenties. And it's like, I only started to figure this out in my mid twenties. Yeah. And I still don't have the answers. Yeah. And I think, you know, the, the chaos I left in my wake when I didn't know is a lot worse than some people's. Right. And, and so like, it really means a lot to me to expose this because it's, you know, sure. And I don't mean to like dismiss you or your experience or anything. Like I acted really badly, right. It's not that I just had my own issues. I caused issues for others as well. And I think that, uh, you know, I know uh, many men who, who that's their experience too is, they act inappropriately because they have no idea what the hell they're doing. And it's very anxiety inducing, you know, it's very much like this bravado. I'm supposed to be a man and whatever other BS and stuff. Um, Yeah. yeah, So I think uh, I'm excited for this series generally and to continue to explore these topics because I really do think it's important. And I, and I really do take it seriously, right? Like I, I really want to have proper conversations about this, not be glib and dismissive and, and talk about, you know, favorite toys or like dumb stuff. It's like, no, like let's actually establish and talk about the important things. What are they and why? Um, Because I don't, I don't see anyone who takes it seriously and I take it very, very seriously. Yeah. And I I think you're, I just want to say, I think you're doing a good thing with this. Like it's not something that people approach from this perspective. Um, And, you know, anyone who's, who's willing to take the time to listen, like, I think you're doing a, you and, guests included like to try to help others see um that you know it it doesn't have to be this way like it's it's uh it's important and i think i think you're doing a great thing thank you i I really appreciate that sincerely because you know as i start on this end point like it really hits me in the emotions because you know i've had a lot of bad experiences with sex like really devastating experiences and 
And I blame the lack of ability to talk about it, right? More than I blame individuals or myself, right? Like it's, it's an ecosystem that trends towards one thing or another. And so like, I really, uh, you know, I want to get across to anyone who's skeptical of this or anything. Like it's so important to me to get this right. Um, and I hope as many people who are open to it will, you know, join and participate because it, it's, it's important. Yeah. Yep. I agree. Any last thoughts, Casey, on, uh, the, on, on sex, on, on talking about sex or meta talking about talking about sex? Meta talking about talking about sex. No, I think, I think, uh, I think that was, that was a, a really good, like, just that touched a lot of bases for me, I think. Um, and even, you know, things I didn't necessarily expect to get into going into this conversation. Like my journey has been a, I, I mean, it's, it's a different one, but it's like also the same as a lot of what a lot of other people are experiencing. You know, I just have had my experiences that have been slightly unique to others. And I just, you know, it's uncomfortable to discuss, uh, but it's, it's necessary. And I hope that others can learn uh, from this and, and, you know, take away whatever they need to, to help them understand that, like, there's a better way to deal with these kinds of things. Cool. Well, thank you so much for coming on and, and, you know, being vulnerable with me. I, I really appreciate it. Yeah. Anytime. Thank you for having me.